This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. BJ, we know you are a Ravens fan. How are you feeling about this upcoming season? Are the hope is the hope springing eternal for you as it is for most NFL fans? It is Chelsea. I uh, I'm really excited about my team. I think they have a really good shot of contending in the AFC. They got to stay healthy. Obviously, Lamar hasn't been able to do that the last couple of years, but they changed their offensive coordinator from Greg Roman to Todd Munkin, which I was thrilled about. So I can't wait to watch that. They obviously have addressed the receiver position. They got Odell Beckham. They got Zay Flowers. Rashad Bateman is hopefully coming back healthy. Dobbins and Gus Edwards come into a season both healthy for the first time in a long time. They still have Mark Andrews there. Defensively, you know, I'm a little concerned. They could use, like, another pass rusher. They could use another corner. But John Harbaugh seems to always get the best out of his guys. They always play hard. They always seem to be a tough out when they do get into the postseason. So Lamar can stay healthy. I'm excited to see what the offense can do. And, they, they do have Justin Tucker at the end of the day, and he can be a big weapon in playoff games when it's tight and it's close. So I, I think there's a chance. You know, Kansas City, obviously, they, they're going to be good. Buffalo's going to be good. Cincinnati's going to be really good. But uh, I think the Ravens can, can hang anybody if they can stay healthy. It's funny that you mentioned Justin Tucker because we haven't heard a lot of kicker talk going into the regular season, but you're right. It's an important part of the game. And I laugh because guess who doesn't have a single kicker on their roster right now? My Tennessee Titans. They cut whoever their kicker was during the preseason. Now we don't have a kicker. So I feel like, no, we Mm got to sign somebody because you can't just not have a kicker, right? Yeah, no, need right. I mean, could you do it? Could you do it, Chelsea? Did you play soccer back in no. the day? No, no, okay, absolutely not. I hate <laughs> soccer. It didn't make sense to me that you can't use your hands. Like when I was like six or whatever, when you're five or six, and you're like, why can't I just pick up the ball? And they're like, no, it's soccer. You use your feet, and it just didn't compute to me. So I played softball growing up. I did not play soccer. Uh, but do you think an NFL team could do that? Like where they just didn't have a kicker? They just went mm-hmm. for two every single time? Uh, no, no field goals? I mean, look, we kind of saw, do you remember last year in the playoffs when Brett Maher for the Cowboys had the yips and he couldn't oh, make an extra point? Gosh. Do you saw like the toll that that took on Dallas where they scored a touchdown and then after every touchdown, they'd look up and they'd be like, he missed again? 
I'll never forget Peyton Manning on like the the simulcast. He was getting fired up. He's like, you have one job, make the kick. So, and it was a big storyline, right? He misses an extra point against the 49ers too. And then it's like, well, if Dallas scores again, do they go for two? Are they not going to kick any field goals in this game? So it 100% is a big deal. I've kind of always looked at like kickers in football and closers in baseball is like the same kind of thing. Like they're not talked about enough. But when you have a great one, like, it's so underlooked. Like, to know that you have the ninth inning lockdown is such a luxury. Like, that's such a thing we don't talk about enough. And then having a great kicker that you know if you get the ball into, like, the 35-yard line of the opposing team, it's an automatic three points. Like, I've just always kind of compared those two. So it's kind of like in baseball, if you don't have a closer, especially in the playoffs, like, that's a really big deal. And I think the same goes for in the NFL. Like, if you don't have a kicker, I think that could come back to hurt you. Except for closers get paid and they are looked at as an equal on the roster because it doesn't feel that way for kickers, does it? No, it, it doesn't, doesn't feel like the rest of the team's like, yeah, the kicker, you know, he's out there taking tackles. No, he's looked as a specialist and somebody who is not actually a football player. But kickers are people too, and they can decide games. We've seen it for other kickers. The guy for the Bengals has been really good. I watched him smoke some field goals against my Tennessee Titans in the postseason. You know, on the road, I think he made a ton of field goals. What was his name? I'm trying to remember. Uh, McPherson. Yes, Evan McPherson. Evan McPherson, yep. So, yeah, he guy was great. Guy nails. Oh, my God, he's great. And Chelsea, like, look at even the teams that have dominated the 2000s, right? Like, the Patriots had the luxury of having Vinatieri and Goskowski. Yeah. Even though they had Brady and Belichick, they had two great kickers. The Chiefs, obviously, during this run, have had Butker, who's been great for them. So, you know, the court, like, you have to have a great quarterback, obviously, to win the NFL. You have to have a great head coach. But having a kicker, I mean, it's it's really important. And more often than not, throughout the playoffs, you're going to need, like, one or two big kicks from your kicker at some point. It feels like special teams are being like elbowed out of the way in the NFL, but kickers, you're right, still absolutely have a place in the game, especially when it comes to the postseason, and especially when you need some points on the board and there's only a few ticks left on the clock. But is this important, PJ? Because I saw this headline about Matt Stafford apparently not connecting with his teammates because he's, quote, too old when you see a headline like this do you think it's something where his wife was trying to be funny because this is what his wife said kelly stafford was saying that you know matt's the old guy in the locker room now he is 35 years old it's not the same dynamic in the locker room that it used to be where everybody would play cards or play ping pong everybody is just looking straight down at their phones and he doesn't want to be the old guy and say hey can we not look at our phones can we try to connect a little bit do you think this is a joke that she's just kind of, you know, pointing out? Or do you think this could be a real issue in the NFL between some of the older and some of the younger guys? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
I think there's I think it's a little bit of both. I think she there is like a little bit of jokingness in it, but I also think there's kind of some truth in it too. You know, I mean there are some quarterbacks in the league who are older, guys like Brady, guys like Rodgers who it seems like they connect with kind of the younger generation a little bit like certain players on their team. But also, they're two of the greatest ever, so I think that helps. And the players know that with them as their quarterback, they're going to win a lot of games. Whereas you have guys like Matt Stafford, you have guys like Russell Wilson, who it seems like, you know, it's kind of like hit or miss maybe for their teammates, or maybe they don't connect with them as well. Both guys that have won a Super Bowl, but aren't looked nowhere near in the same breath as like an Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady. So I think it's a little bit of both, you know, like... Stafford doesn't strike me as a guy who, like, his teammates don't like, but at the same time, you know, the Rams are kind of a team. Look, as we know, they really haven't had many draft picks the last couple of years, so they have a lot of veterans on their team. They don't really have too many young players. Um, I, I wouldn't make, like, too much of this. Like, at the end of the day, winning cures all, you know? Like, if the Rams mm-hmm. go out there, surprise people, and they win games, like, it really doesn't matter what the relationship is off the field with the teammates as long as they're connecting on the field. Um, it is interesting, though, that, like, she would talk about it and bring this up and, and some of the, like, experience that he's having in the locker room, but I I really don't think it's it's too much of a, of a story in my eyes. I don't think so either. I think she's trying to be funny and point out that it is a different dynamic now for just about everybody because at one point he was the young guy in the locker room and now it is not the case. But the only chemistry that matters for Matt Stafford is his chemistry with Cooper Cup, right? Like, it feels like he's the number one target. And clearly, he has some kind of chemistry with Cooper Cup. I know that Cooper Cup has some injury concerns going into the season, but it feels like people who are not fantasy football people are not talking about Cooper Cup that much, I guess, because he's playing on a bad team. But would it surprise you if Cooper Cup went out and had a monster season? Not at all. I mean, this is the guy that won the receiving triple crown a couple years ago. Chelsea, you asked a good question at the start of the show when we were talking about fantasy football of, like, who could be the player that could be the biggest bust potentially this season. I think the player who's, like, the biggest unknown maybe is Cooper Cup, right? Because if he's healthy, we know that's Stafford's guy, and he's just going to force feed him and continue to throw him the football. But if this injury, if Cup starts to turn into one of those receivers that we've kind of seen here in this era of the NFL who – just has some nagging injuries and he kind of starts to turn into that receiver that's an injury prone type guy like the Rams are going to be really really bad again and you know Cup's going to end up being a bust in fantasy football this year so I think he's one of like the most fascinating players in the NFL this year because there's so much talk about Jefferson and Chase and Tyree Kill and all these receivers I think we forget about just how good Cooper Cup is and I'm hoping he can stay healthy and, and remind people that because I mean, again, to win the receiving triple crown is, I mean, that's really, really impressive, especially when you're kind of like the only receiver on your team, essentially, and everybody knows you're getting the ball and you still do what you do. Um, So I'm fascinated to see what he does this season, if he can stay healthy and if him and Stafford, you know, have some some of the success that they did a couple years ago. Right. It feels like he could single-handedly keep them in games because didn't that feel like it was the case the year that the Rams won the Super Bowl? Everybody and their mom knew that Matt Stafford was going to throw it to Cooper Cup. And guess what? 
he still caught every single pass. It seems like he is a different type of talented, I think, than like Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Doesn't feel like, you know, the acrobatic catches are there, but still like the footwork and the ways that he gets open, there's still something to be said for that. So we will see if the Rams can win any games just solely on the back of Cooper Cup. But it will be interesting to watch uh, because the expectations are very low for the L.A. Rams this season. So looking at some other uh, uh, NFL headlines across the league, we have uh, the Eagles taking a flyer on a suspended defensive back and Colt McCoy out in Arizona. And Kyler Murray will miss at least four games. I feel like the Arizona one it just makes me want to hammer the under on the Cardinals win total even more. Like, have we heard any good headlines coming out of Arizona this offseason? I feel like the answer is no. None. None. Arizona knows what they're doing, though, and they know that they need to be bad because there is a real possibility that Arizona gets two of the top three picks in the NFL draft. They obviously have their own pick, but you have to remember, too, they hold the Houston Texans' first overall pick as well. So... They could change their franchise overnight. They could draft Caleb Williams if they want. Then they could get Marvin Harrison Jr. out of Ohio State. And just like that, in one night, you get a generational quarterback, we all think, and a generational wide receiver. And the trajectory of your team flips overnight. Um, So we'll see. I know Kyler, you know, they're saying he could miss at least four games. I don't think there's going to be any rush from Arizona to kind of bring him back. Maybe there's a rush from Kyler Murray because even though he knows that they're going to be really bad and they're going to lose a lot of games, he knows there's a chance he could be traded and he wants somebody to to go and get him. So going to be interesting to see how that dynamic works. Oh, for sure, because I think you're right. I don't think there is any urgency from the Cardinals to be good this season, but we'll see about Kyler. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.